Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 117, December 7th, 2018, with your host, Mid Toker. Thank you all for listening. Today's episode, Medical Cannabis is Online. We've got Ryan Lash of the North Bowl Refinery. CBD throughout Alaska comes on to tell us about what he has to offer, where you can get it, why he got involved. Theme with many of my guests has been activate, do, create, get through the door, see opportunity, take it. Another example you're going to hear opportunity presents itself. He jumps right on. I want to take this special moment to welcome new patrons, D.B. Copeland and Scott Barry Dabber. Scott was kind enough to let us record this latest episode with Ryan Lash at his place. Very nice place he has there. He's offered to host again. I very well may be back. Thanks for listening, Scott. Good to meet you. So happy to be around. And like always, when Far North Tokers goes mobile, it's going to be a long chat. Part one with Ryan Lash, North Bowl Refiner. Chena Cannabis, North Pole Cannabis Dispensary, 1725 Richardson Highway, between North Pole and Fairbanks, right before the Badger Road exit. You're going to love this place. Convenient access right off the highway. Special in-house strains, fine flower strains, chocolate, sourdough, blue kush, big smooth, purple OG kush, fruity pebbles, mmm, concentrates, buy good cannabis, good titrations, Edibles by AK Frost and the Good Cannabis Gummies. Head on over to Chena Cannabis. Check out the full menu on leafly.com. Open Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 9 p.m. Sunday, noon till 6. You don't have to drive all the way to Fairbanks for your cannabis needs. Save your time. Get your quality cannabis at Chena Cannabis. Your North Pole Cannabis Dispensary. Chena Cannabis. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Far North Tokers Mobile. Welcomed by Scott. Instagram, Beastly Buds. Beastly Buds. B E A S T L Y? B U D Z. And what do you put on there? Pictures of my weed. My gross, macros, trichome shots. You into photography? Yeah. I need a better camera, but. <sighs> I've just been using my iPhone. And it upsets when I sit there and know that I, I have such a beautiful bud that I could be taking a picture of. Opportunity, yeah. So I'm here with Scott. And Ryan Lash, main reason I'm here is with Ryan Lash. I'm sorry, Scott. You are providing the beautiful setting. Make yourself out. I think we're going to have some good sound with all the wood, for one. This is like beyond um, any kind of setup. This is like that uh, that meme when you talk about you going with your friends and what are you going to smoke first? What's missing? Me, you know? Yep. All kinds of things. I don't, I don't, I don't get the E now. I got all novice with them now. I, I'm sitting here holding the pipe for a long time. I should not have host started the host with, we started talking and I had not hit record problems that I have with getting 
to interview someone, as soon as we start talking, I feel like I should be hitting that record button because things are happening. I'm like, I I can't, I don't want to ask this. And then I, it seems like sometimes I feel like I'm rude with the person because I'm not talking so much. That normal basis of conversation when they say something, you say something back and yeah, I don't want to, I should be recording this. I need to record this. So I'm glad we were just having a conversation about where your CBD products are. Yeah. I knew I should be recording that. That's okay. And you know, we're, we're no, that's that's the great thing. You're like, hey, go get it, record. Hey, man, we're Hit in it. all kinds of different places across the state. Like I was telling you, you know, down in the southern Alaska, we're in Uncle Herbs in Anchorage, the Frost Farms. We're also at AK Fireweed in Anchorage, and then we're also in Uncle Herbs down in Homer. We're at Smoking Deals in Kenai. We're also at Smoking Deals here in Fairbanks. We're at Nature's Relief over off of Seventh and Lacey, and then we just actually got into the grass station so we're in all three grass station locations uh, i saw chris ray just announced that today didn't yeah he? just yeah. welcome to the family i saw i, I delivered everything last night to him and you know supposed to have it on the shelves this weekend definitely by monday that's been a long time coming you said huh yeah, a little been bit working that you know it's good it feels good to get in there and help them expand their client base you know customers just come in for cbd to these places and some of them don't weren't carrying cbd so. Right, that you must know a lot about that then, huh? The issue of, in the beginning of legalization, how stores it, it was, were not uh, allowed to have CBD because it had to be tested. And it had to be made, tested, everything here in Alaska. What changed? I'm not really 100% sure, you know? Like, we had the smoke shops were still able to, to sell CBD products and other products and stuff like that. So it just kind of kind of flipped over one day. Amco seemed to kind of release that that kind of overlook upon everybody. What do you feel about that? From your standpoint, just a straight up business, do you have to not like that? Well, yeah. That here it, you... Basically, they tied my hands and told me, you know, no matter what you do, you're not allowed to go into these places. You're only allowed... And I, they never told me what places I was allowed to go into, but, you know, certain places were like, well, yeah, we can carry your product because we're not a licensed retail, marijuana licensed retail or anything like that now there's cbd and gas stations man you can go to tesoro and pick up a vape pen or you know right now yeah i'm sure that is like tesoro just picking up online just from most likely you know just a distributor they're probably getting something from down in the states i think it's cbd plus is that like one of the big well it's just one of the bigger manufacturers of cbd i actually brought a huge cbd kit for you to check out Like the what do they call these in the uh, in the business? Like you know, like the sample kit. Like it's the, like yeah, like a showcase, like there, a sample kit. Yeah, yeah. it's good yeah. to see all the um. Here, this for you. Uh-huh, North Pole Refinery. Nice shirt. Yeah, I love your logo. Uh, Where's that from? A buddy did that for me out of Anchorage. Yeah, is he's it, a graphic artist and. So you don't know much about the choice of. You just said, get me a logo, and he made it for you? I said, you know, this is this is where I'm at. This is what my name is. You know, let's kind of come up with something. And he said, well, I kind of see Santa hanging out with Mrs. Claus. And I see Santa with some dreads. You know, and he's like, you guys are from North Pole, so there's there's some log cabins up there. So let's go with that. Yeah, and I like it. we were going to color it in, but kind of like the way it is as it is. I like it, too. Why did you go... The North Bowl Refinery. You know, it just kind of kind of clicked one night. I was just thinking about when the cannabis industry started up, I was like, well, I want a name. I want a company. I want to register the name. It's my name. 
I don't want anybody taking my my idea, basically. How'd you come up with the name? It just came to me one night, you know. We're in North Pole, and we've got the refinery right up the road. Uh-huh. And it was probably going to initially be an extraction lab is where we were going to go with it. Interesting. That was the initial that concept. That was the initial concept. And as the industry kind of progressed... I decided I didn't want to jump feet first into the industry. It was expensive to get an extraction. And I developed a plan, you know, when when stores started opening up. And I'm not here to talk bad about the way the industry is or anything like that. But uh, I kind of feel they were more more angled toward getting high instead of, like, helping people. Because Alaska's medical program never really existed. It was a party when things got started kind of the reason i wanted to get into the whole cannabis thing and everything because i want to help people i want to get people the medicine that they need and get them off painkillers and they shouldn't be on that stuff that i've seen how that stuff's done to people over time and i'm just not a huge fan i've been on painkillers i know how i know how it is so for someone to have that that drive and advocacy for an issue you have to have some personal history with that i kind of feel if you're gonna have drive for something make it something that means something to you right a lot of people that jump on issues that don't mean nothing to them join the parade yes jump on the bandwagon i wasn't here to jump on a bandwagon i'm here to help people that's my main thing was it just money that pulled you away from it wasn't just legal extraction business it wasn't just money it was uh timing i watched how long it took for somebody to get licensed in the industry i mean come on man some of these people are paying rent for a year right some of these people are paying almost ten thousand dollars a month for a building that they can't even get into for a year i mean that's hoping that you're that's one hundred twenty thousand in rent before you've even opened the doors you know now go put equipment and everything like that to actually make that building functional and to have an extraction lab is basically setting up a chemical chemical lab Mm. you know that's what you're doing Mm-hmm. So, it's expensive to set up a chemical lab, plus all the fees on top of a marijuana business. Were you in with uh, good titrations at all? You know them? Uh, or? You know, I've never really actually talked to Brandon. I'd love to sit down and talk with him, you know, chew on his ear, yeah. stuff like that, you know, see what he has to, you know. He seems like a nice guy. I've never, you know, as I said, I've never yeah. met him and everything, so he's he's done some good things for the industry. Yeah, he, he's been doing it for a long time, and any like, like we were just saying, uh, if you're going to jump on an issue, it might as well be something that's important to you. <laughs> and he was he was going to make money from the beginning. Yeah. And he was driving and he is, the way man. it happens. He's in yeah. every store in the state. Is he in every I am not sure if there's a store in the state that he's not in. That's a nice data point to look up. I just heard, I saw a video today, what the taxes are being used for. And it's like 70 retail stores in the state. Why not? I would guess you know, good titrations. I mean, they're definitely one of the top. I don't even... Their, qual- their like quality good. of product has gotten better over time. Mm, that's good to hear. You know, I've that's what I've noticed. Over time, in, in the beginning, you know, I'm from Oregon too. So I had a little bit of that that Oregon medical experience and stuff. When did you get to Alaska? About six years ago. Oh, nice. 2012. So Oregon, they were running the medical program. They were running the medical program, yeah. What brought you to Alaska? Not, not a lot of money in Oregon. And uh, just I, a depressed economy. Kind of. And I was, uh, I was born up here. Got a lot of family up here. Hadn't been back for a while. Decided to move my family up here. Nice. 
get out of the hustle and bustle of Portland and everything. Lower 48 lands? Yeah. As I was telling you earlier, kind of anxious around big crowds of people and stuff. So it was nice to get into an area a little more rural. And you and you felt you had that uh, back-to-home feel, too. Yeah. The safe, yeah. safety feel. Yeah. Felt good to be home. Felt good to be around. Why did you leave? I was only, like, a kid. Ah. Five so years whole family old. left, and Full, then you... Whole family moved away. And then you just wanted to come back to Alaska, because you remember you had to... At five? I came up here and worked. Oh, nice. You know, for a while before I moved up here. I'd done some work. Like fishing stuff, or just... Like, uh, mil- military bases. I'm a painter. By trade, so yeah, I've seen some of your pictures. Well, I can't. You're you're a photographer too. I try. Moving Free Farms has been committed to teaching youngsters to the young at heart English and Western horseback riding for 25 years. Located just behind the university, they teach year-round in either the indoor heated arena in the winter or outside in the summer. Give them a jingle at 907-378-0103 to schedule a convenient time. Moving Free Farms. Let's ride some horses. We were talking with Scott about his photography. Some of the pictures you post of Dab are really, honestly, they're the really some of the nicer pictures I've seen. I don't Dude, see... That is all done with my phone. I believe it. And, and good lights, right? No. No good lights? No lighting. It is literally me sitting there. For like 20 minutes trying to get the best shot, the best angle. Like it. Looks good. <laughs> I like photography. What kind of phone do you have? Uh, just a Samsung 8. You take some nice shots of the glistening. <laughs> you know, the, has anyone ever talked to you about wanting to hire you to take pictures? No. Yeah. Nobody's. Nobody's. I mean, it'd be hard to do that. Everyone, can, everyone yeah. thinks they can pick up a camera. Yeah, everybody thinks that, you know, picking up a And I have a camera. And I can't take a good picture with my camera for crap. Hmm. But I can take a real good picture with my phone, man. Just technology makes it better? Huh? I'm going to probably end up getting into a class, a photography class here. And yeah, it's amazing when you don't know anything about a topic and you can walk into a beginner anything. And they just that's what you do? Yeah. Just like like a light box. Mm-hmm. Like putting something. You spend $40 on a nice beginner light box and it makes your stuff look so much better. Yeah, I would have thought yours is doing a light box. Nice time. No, just literally me sitting at my my table, being like, "Oh no, this that's looks not good. the right angle. Oh, that one looks good. Oh no, it's fuzzy. Let's do it again." Is it you getting stoned <laughs> and seeing a good shot and just being like, "Oh, that's cool. That's pick. Let's let's get a good one of that." Yeah, I do that too. Someone will want to see this. It's me. Are you by yourself a lot? Yeah, smoking. Pretty much. Yeah, it's it's that it's that ability of us being able to share <laughs> with the person sitting next to us, right? Mm-hmm. Do you see that? Look at this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or it's like, you know, when you're watching TV and you kind of laugh to yourself and you look over and there's actually nobody there. You know, I like uh, people to be like, oh, look, you know. That's the whole, that's the basis belief in God I have. That God created man just so he could have someone to say, look at that, isn't that cool? <laughs> <laughs> to have no one to, just like anything, anything that you're proud of doing, to have someone appreciate it, right? Yeah. You know, that's the main thing. Uh, so, okay, what we got? That stuff's for you. That's Ooh, just... some swag stickers. What is what is this one? That's for Select. Oh, sorry. So Select's out of Oregon. Is this the one, the full spectrum one? Uh, no, that's Lazarus. That's yes. Lazarus Nationals. Lazarus Nationals is out Wife of Washington. Wife really likes that one. Yeah. And I don't know if, you know, that as we're trying different ones, she definitely seems to notice the difference between that one and... 
an isolate base yeah. one. Well, what, I guess that was is that what it yeah. was a flavorless one that I gave you at first. Right. It was an isolate based one and the full spectrum one. Now the full spectrum has a f- the whole spectrum of the plant. Yeah, she doesn't like that. So you know, but she likes the, what it gives her. The what it gives her because it does have all those other properties of the plant you know the thc it's got that percentage of does THC. it have little thc in there it's got the it's got Interesting. The, a, a laudable thc in it and everything and that's what is I it like to, under one percent or uh, something point three it's even it's point three huh that's good to know that there's THC. so in the isolate there's absolutely no thc full yes. spectrum there's THC. gives that little activation yes. for that little entourage you know test results vary so you know there might be a little less thc just depending on the batch hmm Still. So, but you know, it's got a lot of everything in it too. The THCV, the you know, CBG. CBGA. Do they use a certain plant for it? Just the hemp plant. Just the regular hemp plant. It's it's before they take and isolate the CBD isolate from it. And they're just having huge fields of it, huh? Just pulling it down and just mixing it all together and yeah. pulling, making that full spectrum. There's a lot of hemp biomass out there right now. Everybody was growing hemp. Become a patron of Far North Tokers at patreon.com slash midtoker. Listeners supporting the artist for as little as $2 a month. Patreon helps continue new weekly shows. And now your patronage comes with extra benefits from our sponsors. Chena Cannabis, The North Bowl Refinery, Dab Lab AK, and Moving Free Farms. Thank you to our newest patrons, D.B. Copeland and Barry Dabber. Sarah Grover, Josiah Lockery, Bertie Walter, and Rhonda Howard, and longtime patrons Marilyn Berglund, Carrie Mollis, Aaron Worthen, Peggy Peters, and Ramlin Ranger. Here's Token Far North Token. You're starting to think about hemp now, aren't you? Oh, yeah, I'm always thinking about hemp. Have you been thinking about hemp for a while? Oh, yeah. I've probably been thinking about hemp longer than I've been thinking about marijuana. Because hemp is just a natural, sustainable product, no matter what. You know, the uses are Do you own any endless. hemp uh, products? I've got some hemp products. Eventually, hopefully, hemp products will get a little bit better. What do you mean? Like uh, uh, just the food or just the, the, um, just everything? The, the fabrics. You know, we'd like to see the testing. A hemp plant can uh, leach a lot of toxins out of the environment. Yeah, I hear about so that. So you got to make sure that you're getting clean... So, you know, like with select, select tests for over 65 heavy metals and pesticides. So you know what you're getting in the isolate that you're using. A lot of companies don't. They're like, oh, look, we tested the isolate and it's CBD. That's okay. But what was in that isolate? Hmm. You know, does it got heavy metals in it like lead, copper, you know, stuff like that? You want to know. Oh, I want to know. Yeah. I want to know what's going into my body. And a lot of people don't understand. And that's why I do a lot of these bazaars. Because I like to go out and talk to people and educate people. I could stand there for three days and not sell a single product as long as I talked a 100 people during those three days. What were some questions that you were hearing? A lot of people want to know if it's got products have THC in them. We get, we get some uh, customers that can't get high. Their jobs won't let them get high. You know, they have random drug testing, you know. But you're not really getting high off of 
uh, 0.3%. No, you're not getting high, but it might show up on a drug test. Right. So when you said get high, you were... But there's there's some elderly people that don't like getting high. So the weed they smoked back in the 70s was, you know, okay. But now the weed that we have and we grow now, the THC levels are so high that these people can't smoke the weed. And they want to know. They're like, I don't like getting high. I don't like the, the feeling of getting high nowadays and stuff. So I just want the, the relief. Have they tried the full spectrum, the 0.3? Or they just, they just, it's they in just, their brain. It's just in their it. brain. They don't want nothing with THC in it. They're hearing back in the 70s how, you know, it's stronger nowadays and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Or they've experienced and gone in and smoked some product and not like the feeling of it. Mm. And that mayor, when you say smoke the product, are you um, suggesting anything? Like it's really good or it has something in it that's making them sick or not liking it or just... You know, it might just be getting them too high. Yeah, oh, yeah I've, I've been too high. You know? But I've, I've known. I've known. Yeah. Okay, I'm just too high right now. And just But a lot of people that tried cannabis back in the day may have liked it but not wanted to pursue it because it was illegal. And once it became legal, they were like, oh, well, I'm gonna, I liked it back then. Let's go get some now. And they're like, oh, whoa, that is nothing like it was. So you think we can completely throw out this anecdotal stuff? Because there's some old hippies oh, yeah. talking about, um, oh, it was just as good back then. What if I had this? And it's good. You think we can just throw that out? Eh, I'm not going to say that. I'm not a person that cares about THC content. Because shit, man, 10 years ago, none of us knew what THC content was. We don't know what we were smoking. The only way we knew what THC content was was a little, uh, it kind of looked like a pee test. You put a little bit of weed in it and a little chemical, and it was like, if it got this color, it's like, oh, it's got this much THC in it. That's how we knew what THC contained. <laughs> or how you felt. Or how you felt, but you didn't know. And you know, that could have was been... It, was it the THC that made you feel that way? Was it the THCV? You know, you don't really know. We don't know. People are like, I got higher back then. Then I get high off of this stuff. It's like, I'll go in and I'll look for a 12% strain. And what that, is and what is one of those gems out there, the 12%? Locomotion. Locomotion. Yeah. That's, is that it, a it actually it, it actually might be 15 I'm not sure. Might be between 12 and 15. What's the cultivator then? Was it Blooms? No, it's not Blooms. It's uh, Blooms. You know, a good one from Blooms is their member berries. Yeah, their you member smoked, berry. Yeah, you smoked, yeah, that the other that day. was a the good taste one. Taste of that. That's that's real good. Got a real good sweet taste to it. Yeah. I don't want to. I'm not gonna say who the cultivator is because I don't want to mess it up. But it was at the grass station on. Uh, and they do. They have, they have so many. I, I, I don't want to mess up the cultivators, so I'm not going to say who it is because I can't remember off the top of my head who it was. But locomotion. Yeah, locomotion. Sativa. It's a hybrid. It sounds like a sativa. Name it after a train. I wonder if it's got some train wreck in there. As soon as I hear these new names, I just automatically like we were talking about Tahoe. Tahoe OG. My brain's like, okay, I the white Tahoe. Okay, what, what what's in that? Oh, white widow. Right. Do you know those from growing them or looking them up and then just um, White Widow came right out. You knew that one. You know, I, there's not uh, many that I would know. The I like of. a lot of I like a lot of the older stuff. The classics. You know, I'm always searching that White Whale, that one that I had years ago. That you know, I'm like, oh, I wish I could find that taste again. You know. Are you looking for a strain name or just? Taste? I wish I knew what it was named. 
You know, there's also a, a strain out there when I was in Portland called Portland Pride, and it only came out during the spring. And I was told it was a cross of white white rhino and power plant, but I mean, literally, it looked like it was dipped in sugar. It was so white that it just it looked just covered. And, and you've was, never seen nothing like it. Again. Never seen anything like it again. Those will be them. the stories. Those will be the stories that you'll be telling your grandkid. And Gotta love like, them old hippies from uh, Oregon, man. I'm telling you, bunch of great guys. Locomotion's a indica dominant. That's fine. I wouldn't yeah. think it would be. It's a Heroes of the Farm, and it's a Time Wreck and Blue Diesel cross. Which uh, website are you looking at? Oh, it's Leafly. That's a good one. Good standard. So it was called, uh, now I know a little bit about locomotion. It was actually called Blue Steel at one time. And when... Uh, Just for train tracks, I guess. When, because uh, it, turn, it turns purple. I mean, its pistols turn purple. It's got really vibrant colors on it. Mm. Heroes of the Farm, it was TG, uh, TGA and Heroes of the Farm combined. And TGA started producing it as locomotion. So it was called Blue Steel. Now it's called Locomotion. Just a different company. Same string. Let's smoke something. Well, you, uh, you posted a picture of that go time crossed with the uh, dark side of the moon. Oh, that was that. That's what that. Um, that's what that is. Man, that's got some dungeonness to it too. What is this one? Go time crossed go with time. dark side of the moon. Is that like dark side of the moon or something? <laughs> dark side of the moon. Pretty much. Oh, man. Dark Side of the Moon is an indica from uh, Exotic Genetics. Exotic Genetics makes strains like Blackberry Cream. You grow a lot? I've grown. Grown for like a long time? Not a long time. You know. Just get to know the strain names. A couple stuff. years and stuff like that. I wouldn't say I'm an expert. I'd never say I'm an expert. Uh, there's not many there. experts. You know, so. As soon as you, you know, there's always something better, right? There's always something you can learn, man. If you say you're an expert, you might have. Some people out there really consider themselves experts, so I'm not going to say, you know, that there aren't experts out there. I just don't call myself an expert. The expert drummer, Buddy Rich, he was saying that he can learn from anyone. From that kindergartner playing on the trap set, yeah. just watching a, way, a new style he's using his foot, or learn from everybody. Mm, thanks. That had a good feel too, just the the nice bong. Yeah, that's a Jerome Baker man. I love I love Jerome Baker designs. Great class. Great group of guys too. So heavy. It's thick. You know. American made. Came from the Dab Lab as a matter of fact. Gary's a great guy. Hmm. Dab Lab AK, winner of Cannabis Classic 2017, Alaska's best glass shop. And there's no doubt as to why. High quality, American-made glass, none of this cheap import stuff. With the best CBD and accessories available on the market, all in a comfortable, professional setting with competitive prices. Support local, College Road, Fairbanks. I'm going to let my buddy Alaska Red tell you. For the highest quality glass that you're going to find in Alaska, head on down to my buddy's shop, Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road. That's Dab Lab AK, 3410 College Road, Fairbanks, Alaska. 10 to 9, Sunday through Thursday, open till 11, Friday to Saturday. For all your cannabis accessory needs, Dab Lab AK. 
Backtrack provided by Alaska Red, lyrical sticker. We just got to get some North Pole Refinery stuff in there, right? Oh, yeah. Well, eventually. When Gary's ready, you know. He's got a lot going on, man. Gary's a busy guy. It seems everyone is. But yeah, we're all kind of busy. That is something that we were talking about at our last meeting when I came over to get some CBD. The interactions as a salesman going in and because you're, you're a tradesman, right? You, you're, you, is that something you've done for a long time? You, and then you, now you become a salesman. So what I used to do is I used to, I used to manage and run pizza places, mm. pizza stores. So just the and large retail, group, large groups of people in retail, stuff like that. And I painted while I did it and everything. You know, there was just more money in painting in the painting trades up here, especially up here. You know, I can go work on a base and go make great money. You know, because those projects. Compared to managing Pizza Hut over there with all the kids. You know, ki- you know, kids. Uh, it's rough working with kids because when you're working in a pizza place like that, you're pretty much you're getting kids that have never worked oh, yeah. before. So you're training. You're, you're training them to, you know, be a good worker. Be a good worker, so they don't mess up the next job they have. You know, and that's kind of that's a rough responsibility. Sometimes. And you can't just fire everyone. No, no, no. Because you can't. they're. They're learning. Yeah, they're just. They're you just gotta move move along with the process. You gotta be patient. It's rough. Yeah. It's rough. We used to have busy nights. <laughs> Are there superstars that would come through and they're just like, I'm not. They don't last long because they just move out and do other things quick. Yeah. And then it's easy some. to move up through the ranks if you're a good worker in, in a place like that, a big corporation. I won't mention names and stuff, but you know, it's mm. easier to move up ranks or get promoted to another store. And stuff like that so the good ones moved on and the not so good ones we continued to work with yeah right uh, and keep on training right keep on training man and then there's some people i i uh, bartended wait tables a lot in my life and some of those old waitresses Whew. oh yeah they've been doing it a while some of them are really good and really like that job that's their job man that's that's what they do and, and some, some of them are people just that's just that's what they all they can do and what they have done and not to, I mean, there are, I'll just give the Martin Luther King Jr., man. Whatever you're going to do, be a street sweeper, be the best one you can be. And there's, a, there's good workers everywhere. There's experts everywhere. Do the best you can and don't let anybody stand in your way. Bust down doors, right? Well, yeah, it's like Red mentioned, you know, either, you know, if the door is closed, either bust it down or jump through the window. Right. You got to make stuff happen. Stuff ain't going to come to you if you just sit around on your couch and fucking do nothing all day. I'm loving meeting all you guys that have just been doing it. When was the... When you decided North Bowl Refinery, when that thought came into your brain, you went and got the business name, right? Yeah. Like, literally that night. Like, when I was sitting there watching... I don't know what I was watching. That 70s show. Who knows, man? Why? Why did you go that night... I just decided that I wasn't gonna, I wasn't gonna let anybody take my idea from me. And once someone has an idea, that's out there, isn't it? Yeah. Someone else can grab it. It's out there. Even if you didn't tell anyone, yeah. someone's it's yeah. there. So you got, I, that's man, the worst thing that. about like people nowadays. Like, if you go on and have a great idea, and then you're like, oh, well, I gotta Google it to see if anybody else has got a great idea. Then it's out there, man. Like your idea is gone. Like yeah. you might as well say goodbye to it. <laughs> 
That's a great idea, search engine guy. Yeah. Or all these people talking about their ideas, their business, their great business dream ideas online on Facebook. Yeah. Oh, I got this idea to do this. Okay, now 10 other people have that idea. Yeah. Well, it's like there's a lot of people out there just jumping in to the industry too because they've either got the money themselves or they've got the money behind them. Are you talking just I'm not any ta- part I'm of the industry? I'm not talking like here in Alaska. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. talking like... It takes money to make money. Yeah, Big money. For sure. You know, and you see these, like, see a thousand shops pop up in these new states that legalize and, you know, hopefully they all make it. But most of the time, those people don't have the drive. They have the money, but they don't have the drive to support that business. To keep it going all the time. Yeah. I have noticed that. There was, even in the social media, in the beginning, a lot of people put the effort in. And I don't see a lot of effort coming from anyone anymore well you know social media is kind of like facebook's beat everybody down man you think that's what it is facebook has beat everybody down to a point where like nobody wants everybody's scared to post anything because they're not sure if it's going to get deleted reported or they're going to get catch a 30-day ban (laughs) have you been have you caught any flack from your cbd posts so when i first started the refinery i had made a couple posts on the on the Fairbanks Cannabis Network, and literally they were they were shut down within an hour. Somebody either reported them, Facebook shut them down, and you know my identity was questioned on Facebook and everything like that. So they basically shut down my North Pole Refinery page. So at that point, when that happened, I was like, I'm going to restructure. That's when I went the other route. Somebody didn't like what I was doing originally. Or Facebook just didn't like what I was doing. And it's totally understandable because they were watching. And you think there were some serious issues raised amongst the Facebook community because the page was being used for what it wasn't meant to be used for originally. The Canon Network or just Facebook? The Canon Network. How so? Uh, A lot of people were selling stuff on it. Ah, okay. And it was hard for the admins to control what was going on and then i happened to catch fears right when all that went down yes just so happened to set up an interview with him and then two days later he's off as admin that was huge in the fairbanks community i remember when that all went down yeah that was crazy it was crazy just as a he felt so relieved yeah man i mean you know how much time something like that takes up from you when you've got that many people i mean that thing had what 2800 people in it or something like that yes you know that's 2800 people you gotta like monitor like you're doing monitor or keep happy or you know i mean people contact you about this person's doing this this person's doing this you know i mean we're all just supposed to be able to get along it was supposed to be for people to share information it was you know supposed to be with you know for people place for people to gather and communicate is what it was supposed to it was supposed to be a form of communication instead of getting together because that's what social media was i still am disappointed i wish it would be more out there because i want to know what's going on Mm -hmm. i want to know what's going on in the shops and i guess that's the point of what you know what i can do what i offer a little piece of story but there's so much room for so many more people well there's so much going on there is i'm gonna start doing like on-site store pop-ups and stuff like that where i'll go into stores and talk to people about cbd 
and you know that way they can, I can answer any questions that they have or anything like that. You definitely should, and like you said, it would just be education. Like education what is what it's to. all about. People need to be educated. A lot of people are educated. There's some actual people in the industry that still aren't educated. Between the difference, the separation, cannabis itself is the hemp plant and the marijuana plant. They're just cousins of each other. I mean, I hear there's issues with the school district now. There can be school district issues, but the school district's letting, you know, CBD companies come into their bazaars and sell, you know, their CBD products at the bazaars and the gyms and stuff. And that's cool. I understand that. But uh, I'm just going to stay out of the schools. That's just my my standpoint on it. You know, I'll go do the other bazaars and stuff like that. But But they're coming down on employees for using CBD? Uh, there's there's, There's been questions, questions raised about... When I've been at a couple of the bazaars, teachers have come up to me and told me that they've been told that they're not allowed to take CBD. Wow. Like they might ask a question in a staff meeting or something and they were told this or they yeah, talked pretty, to someone. Pretty much. It. And I guess... You know, and I'm not sure if they're a teacher that was on... no, I won't do what you told me. <laughs> you know, and I don't know if they're a teacher that was on a military base and they were told, you know, you can't bring right, it on right, base. Right. You know, I don't know what the actual circumstance was behind it, but that was her concern that was raised to me one day at my booth. But, you know, it's again like you're going to tell somebody, then you basically can tell somebody that they can't go out and have a drink after work. I mean, it's 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 legal. It's not anything. Yeah, I'll, I'll take it. Go ahead. Oh, yeah. certainly. What, what is it? What are we smoking it's now, Scott? Tahoe OG. Oh, this is the Tahoe OG. Yeah. And it's not even a beer. It's medicine. It's taking... It's helping them, you know? like Tell someone you can't take your medicine. You know, you, no, you're telling somebody you can't take this medicine, but you can come to work on painkillers. I was not expecting a bubbler. But let's not, you know, I don't want to raise that issue. You know, I'm saying, like, there. if you're going to draw a line... <laughs> right, you line. don't get more freedom by taking away someone else's freedom. But, yeah... How are you gonna let one in the door and not the other? Yeah, you know. No, I'm, I'm with you. I there's a lot of times that argument comes in where alcohol's doing it, so cannabis should be allowed to do it. If cannabis can't do it, then alcohol should not be allowed to do it. And I don't like that. It's a big argument out there. I don't like that one either. Just like there's, let's uh, let's let alcohol do what they do, and let's let cannabis do what it wants to do. Let's try to keep them separate. Yeah, let's not treat it like alcohol. no. It's time. It was the catchy slogan in the beginning to get people moving on it and stuff like that. I understand that, but you know, it's a. Yeah, it was never part of what was actually supposed to happen. The North Bowl Refinery is here to provide Alaska with the finest quality CBD available on the market today. They carry a wide range of products oils, tinctures, capsules, edibles, lotion, bath bombs, vape pens pet tincture and isolate. The North Bowl Refinery is a distributor to these fine locations. Smoking Deals in Fairbanks and Kenai, Nature's Relief, Denali's Cannabis Cash, Uncle Herbs in Homer and Anchorage, The Frost Farm, AK Fireweed, and recently welcoming Grass Station 49 locations, with more coming soon. Check them out at thenorthbowlrefinery.com. The North Bowl Refinery, quality CBD in Alaska. card huh oh you want to talk about my card oh. i do want to talk about your card oh, okay as soon as the handler card becomes available everyone's like yeah we gotta go get it gotta go get it right and signed up for the class right away mm-hmm. 
Now, someone told me that they were number two. Mm -hmm. I know that person. Now, I almost don't believe that story anymore. Were you number one? Mm -hmm. Do you know for a fact you were number one? In Fairbanks? Yes. Yes. You know for a fact you were number one in Fairbanks? Yes. And then no one was after you? Uh, I know of one person, me and this person had a conversation. Yes. Well, Aaron. And he has one card number off mine. Aaron? His, his wasn't one off yours, wasn't, wasn't it? I don't think so. That's why I was like... No, 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 no. We had talked and he had told... We had had a conversation in an event I was at. Uh-huh. Over at Good Sense, as a matter of fact. We were having a conversation at uh, Canacare's event for the vets. He said he, he had the number two card because when he walked in, they had told him that a guy had just walked out. That's the story I heard. Yeah. Yeah, that's the story. That was you. Yeah. It's definitely provable that you have an earlier card than him. But the numbers were, I think the numbers were far off. They're far off, but they're issues. Licenses and stuff. Yeah. Still, to come right after, that's pretty cool. And I can't believe you're number one. So. It was a bit of an issue. It was a bit of a process to get it done. Quickly? Oh, yeah. I remember why. Oh, no. It was a process to get it done. it It was not a quick process originally. No, it wasn't. Because I took the I took the test. I sent my email and wanted to schedule my my date, and they were like, "We are not ready to schedule appointments." Wow, you were, you were ready before they were ready. Yes, beautiful. Run. And then I got emails. From, beautiful run. I got emails from Anchorage, and they were like, "Oh no, no, we're gonna we'll set you up an appointment." And everything rolled from that point on. I was like, "Well, I was told this, and the website says this," and they were like, "Oh." Well, you shouldn't be able to. And then I was like, sent them each screenshots of the website and how it said everything that it did. And they're like, let's get you an appointment. You made shit happen. I try to, man. I can't wait around for people to make stuff happen for me. It's got to be. It's got to be done. You got to get out and do it. And I love you. Just go right over people. They don't know what's going on. Find me who does know what's going on. Then find yeah. Find me the person. <laughs> that, if you can't answer my question, yeah. I want to know who can. Where did you learn that skill? I don't know if I ever learned that skill, man. You I have mean, that skill. I have that skill. I just don't know if I ever learned that from anybody. pissed as a little kid? Being in a pizza place, you know, dealing yeah. dealing with corporate corporate suits and stuff like that. At one point, I was asked never to come back to corporate meetings because <laughs> they didn't like the way that I spoke to them. Your tone? We would, oh, we're going to release this pizza and it's going to be super awesome and... Okay, we release this pizza. People love it. And we run out of the sauce. Why are we out of the sauce? Why do I have to figure out the ingredients in the sauce and make the sauce myself at my store because you can't provide me the right sauce for this pizza promotion that you guys pushed out? Yeah, front lines versus the ivory They didn't tower. like being called out on their shit. They're making a lot of money. They're making very important decisions. Yeah, they're making very important decisions, but they're losing money. Well, they don't see that because they're they're not. You know, without that customer, man, I don't have a job. No matter what right. job I'm doing, without that customer, I don't have a job. If I'm building a house for a general contractor, yeah, I work for that general contractor, but I work for that homeowner. If that homeowner comes in and says, I don't like that, I want it done this way, I'm going to talk to the general contractor. But I'm most likely going to end up doing it the way I want to or the way they want to do it because right. it's going to make them happy. And they're the one paying, right? They're the one with the money. You make people happy with the money. Why is it that way? Because we want the money, right? It sure makes things a little um, nicer in a lot of situations. It can. You know, you, with... can, you, can tone, you can cool somebody's tone down really quick. 
with some sweet words, you know. But if you approach somebody with a negative attitude right off the bat, that person is just going to throw negativity at you the whole time. Just bounce them right back. I feel people give back the aura that you're, the energy that you're projecting, if that makes sense. I'm kind of sensitive to energies and people's When someone's in a bad mood, I can feel they're in a bad mood. Oh, yeah. You know. It doesn't help, does it? No. I moved around a lot. Didn't get to know people? When I was a kid, you know, different schools and stuff like that. My parents divorced when I was a teenager. You know, we moved around. We moved here to Washington, did Washington for a couple years, and then moved down to Vegas, and I grew up moving around different schools in Vegas, and... You know, that's kind of where I've just developed, you know, make it happen for myself. Yeah. Learning who you need to talk to to get things done. So you talked to, um, what what was her name? Amanda? Amanda? Yep. Originally, Amanda's the one who gave me my card. She's the one that printed my card out and everything. And that, that was a fun thing, how it just gets printed out. They look a little bit more professional than what we have, don't they? Yeah. Is yours falling apart? No. Kept it nice? I've never really... Uh, oh, used it for... I've never been employed at a shop or anything like that. You know, my original thought was, even before, you know, everything with the North Bull Refinery, my original thought was, as a painter and a tradesman, I need to have this card to do work inside these shops. Because originally, it was everybody needed to have their card, remember? Mm-hmm. If you cleaned in the shop, you had to have a card. If right. You did, you know, any kind of work in there, you know, you had to have a, sh- a card and everything like that. It's not like that now, mm-hmm. you know. You're and just being proactive and just keeping options open. Yeah. You knew that industry was going to make some money. Yeah. And you were going to be around it. So at this point, when you're getting, you're thinking about being a painter and painting inside the shops and doing things like I that. Was, I was a painter. That's what I was doing. Well, I mean, here. for the shops. For the shops. Yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to help these shops and these grows create the optimal environments and stuff you know i specialize in industrial coatings and stuff like that these grow rooms need epoxy floors and you know white white walls and everything like that you know that's my specialty i wanted to help these people out i wanted to get my foot in the door you know but at the beginning it was it was a who you, you had to know somebody if you if you weren't friends with somebody in the industry man you weren't you weren't touching anything in the industry a tightly knit group people and i understand but they're all kind of realizing you know there it's you need employees you need employees to run these businesses you can't just i'm not saying cousin mike not gonna do a great job but you know cousin mike's like oh my my cousin bill owns a cannabis shop and i work in that shit you know what i mean (laughs) that's what it was a lot Mm mm-hmm now they're actually, you know, hiring employees and they're getting good employees in there, you know, good bud tenders that are, you know, helping people like with not knowledgeably helping people. Right. And learning and, and learning and, and want to become better. Yes. I have seen more better bud tenders than not so good bud tenders in Fairbanks. So that's good. But I'm not in the shops too much. But the ones ones I've seen have been I'm not in the shops a whole lot either you know like I go in every once in a while and I see what they got going on in there, yeah because so. it, it's it's fun do you have fun every time you go in yeah I like it's seeing the like new that. shops some of the layouts in the shops are a little a little different what's one of your favorite shops their layout oh man I love goods layout 
Hey, good doers of Alaska. Tom here with Good Cannabis. Just wanted to give you an update on our daily specials this week. Sunday, December 9th, $45 all half gram good vape cartridges. Monday, December 10th, $24 two grams top shelf Durban poison. Tuesday, December 11th, $35 all 10 pack good gummies. Wednesday, December 12th, all one gram king rolls. Thursday, December 13th, $150 all good half ounces. Friday, December 14th, $45 all good eighths. Saturday, December 15th, $12 all one gram king rolls. And Sunday, December 16th, $45 all half gram good vape cartridges. As always, thanks to MidToker for the opportunity to let you know what we have going on. And we look forward to seeing you down at the shop. And Far North Tokers would like to thank Good Cannabis for sponsoring the podcast. Friday and Saturday, 10 to 11. Sunday through Thursday, 10 to 10. 356 Old Steese Highway, Fairbanks, Alaska. 907-452-5463. Good Cannabis. Here's Token. Marijuana has intoxicating effects and may be habit-forming and addictive. Marijuana impairs concentration, coordination, and judgment. Do not operate a vehicle or machinery under its influence. There are health risks associated with the consumption of marijuana. For use only by adults 21 and older, keep out of the reach of children. Marijuana should not be used by women who are pregnant or breastfeeding. Yeah, it smells so nice. When it's got a in. nice layout. It feels good when you walk opening. on the floors. It's, uh, it's got an open feeling. It's got that museum feel too. I like looking at some of their old stuff on the wall. You know, the I art. was just in with wishful things for the first time the I mean, other night. You know, it's, that? it's got an interesting layout too. Nice, nice feel to it. Had you been in Frozen Buds? I did go in Frozen Buds. I as like a Frozen matter Buds. Of, as a matter of fact, and that's sad. That building is just sitting there. I know. You know, that's that's the biggest thing that gets to me every day. It's like that thing is just sitting there. There's got to be a plan for it. Uh, they, I think they have to change the policies because I don't think it can hold another license. I'm not 100% sure on that. Since there was already a facility there, I don't think it can hold another license, but I'm not 100%. There's got to be a way around it, but yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Being able to sell the license because the you can sell the license. You can sell the license. Can you? Yeah, you can't move the license. Yeah. Like you couldn't move it to another address. But I pretty sure that you can sell the license because they're um, wishful things did can you can you uh can you open a new license where an existing license was well wishful things did because now they're grass station right well they're still wishful things i think they're in the process of changing over are they but maybe not i think they uh, i don't i'm not 100 percent sure on that that's new owners because they were opening up and something happened where grass station bought them I hear there's another one going in on airport too. One airport? Uh huh. I'm not sure. I can't. Remember. I'm not sure what the name is, but I think where at? Which? I store? think it's. I think it's right across the street from Wishful Things. No <laughs> shit. <laughs> I think. You know, no, I'm not a hundred. Is it where one, like Victor was, like in Cheesesteak? No, no. Uh, Jason's Donuts is in there now. Ah, really? Is that where Jason's? Yeah, Jason's is, at? is in there now. Ah, good. He's doing good. It sounds like. Yeah, I'd love to get together with him and do a collaboration to where we did like a CBD infused glazed donut or something like that. Dude. Like infuse the glaze with CBD. Uh, do you want me to cut that part out for you? Because that's going to be out there now. You need to call I've, him. Tomorrow. I've already thrown it out there on yeah. Facebook and he's never gotten back to me. So leave it under. Oh, man. 
<laughs> you know, there's CBD coffee shops out there, man. There's a new CBD shop downtown that's opened up. They're all over the place. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a quality thing. And it I always ends up being that way, right? You know, you I mean, to. the people, the people that want it, want it. The people that are here to make money, like I hate, I don't want to like say this, like, but multi-level marketing schemes. What's a multi-level marketing scheme? Basically, where I've got a product, so now I'm going to charge you this much to sell my product, and then if you get 10 people to sign up, you'll get... Okay. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah. You know, like... The, the pyramid style? Yeah. Okay. Kind of, kind of like that. That's basically what a multi-level marketing scheme Just making referrals off of people. And that's okay, but then you get you get 100 different independent people selling, like, the same product... I like to make a name. I like, you know, to make a name for my quality product and stuff like that. I like talking. I don't want to just, because somebody comes in and gives me a bunch of money, you know, give them a bunch of product to sell. I like to educate people on the product. I like them to know what they're selling. I like. Have you had, so have you had companies come to you and want to, is that what you're talking about? Well, I've had people ask me. Like if, to be if, a, if, if a I seller would for you. set them up and be a distributor. You know, if I could set them up as a CBD distributor, I could set them up, you know. But I try to focus on wholesale toward the shops because that's where a lot of people go for the CBDs. Right. Well, yeah, it's easy. I mean, but you do still offer delivery, huh? I do offer delivery, man, for people that can't, uh, some people can't be seen going into a shop. How often a month do you make deliveries? Oh, man, dude, sometimes I make two, three deliveries a day. No shit. Yeah, there's Good people that just don't like walking into the shops or there's people that can't be seen going into a shop because they either have a military job or, you know, another government job to where they just can't. The fear of being seen by somebody they know going into a shop and even if they're going in to get CBD. You're a medicine man. I don't like to refer to myself as a medicine man. For those people, they trust you enough to bring them their medicine because they can't go there and get it yeah so they're that's especially if they're disabled that's my main yeah. thing if they can't even get out of the house and go like that's my you know i like to make sure that those are the people that i'm really taking care of and that's, that's what i got into it all i feel that i feel that from you from you know, that's what the beginning was to get out and help people and then i was like i did so much research well there's on, a jump here on all these products. there's a jump from you thinking you're going to be painting for these shops uh-huh. to CBD. You know, How long is it? Well, because I got my card before they even started approving right licenses. You know, uh-huh. and basically I was at the first. Uh, oh man, what was it? First THC fair that they had at the fairgrounds mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Frozen Buds was there. You had a table. I didn't have a table. I went to talk to everybody nice. with a stack of my business cards. You know, the only person that really wanted to give me the time of day was Bub from uh, Alaska mm. Blooms. Nah, good man. You know, Bub's a good guy. We did, I didn't end up working with him, but he actually gave me the time of the day to sit down. You know, we, we had a conversation there at his booth and everything, you know. I like Bub. He's a good yeah. guy. That's good, man. You were walking in to talk to people about CBD at that point? No, I was just walking thing? in painting. I wanted to paint for their companies, you know. I wanted to I wanted to paint their grow rooms. I wanted to paint their shops. I wanted to make their shops look beautiful. I'm proud of my paint work, man. No, I'm proud of what done. I do. Probably. Did you get any contracts with anyone? No. Nothing? No. 
Because they would do it themselves. They did it themselves to keep costs down. Totally understandable. But initially, my first thought was, I'm going to get in, you know, know these people. But, you know, this is a cash industry. Hmm. I'd love to, you know, help these guys paint their rooms and stuff like that. You know, that's, that was my first pro- thought process. I'm going to be, I'm going to make some, and make some money without having to put out a bunch of money. Right. And maybe get your egg to get your constricting going. Yeah. So that's kind that of... That was kind plan. of what the plan was. How long before CBD comes in? Were you taking CBD then? When the first two shops opened up. Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Tokers. You can find more episodes of this time capsule of Alaskan cannabis on SoundCloud and iTunes. Check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Send questions and comments to midtoker at farnorthtokers.com. M-I-D-T-O-K-E-R at farnorthtokers.com. And now, Patreon. Help support the show financially at patreon.com slash midtoker. Here's Token. Here's Token.